You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, guys? Tell Star with Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. As always, hello. Happy Friday. We have some original recipe Girls Talking Boys oh. coming at you today because we are in the same room, which doesn't happen often. Uh, it hasn't happened in a minute, and I feel like it's mainly my fault. It's fine though. Uh, she just had to, you know, get an NBA and save the world and stuff. Correct. So. You have the original Three Musketeers <laughs> live in the flesh. Although, yeah, we did rope a uh, young Dave into this today too. So young Dave Hellman is here at his, <laughs> against his will. Do the listeners know that I named this podcast? No, they probably don't, but <laughs> oh, now they do. Cool. And so, just so we're clear, since I just took a class in business legal, we're going to go ahead and um, say that this is not a binding agreement. And you are going to. Um, so I don't get any of the royalties. Indemnify, indemnify yourself of all royalties from the girls talking boys license and name and likeness, nil moving forward. Handshake. As, long, as long as y'all take care of me when you're rich, that's fine. Perfect. You Sounds good. Heard it here first. It's a contract in the <laughs> making. I can confirm there are some legalities that would hold up in court with that, but don't worry because. Um, Dave would never sue us. That's what Kelsey has been doing since 2022. <laughs> <Or> 2020. <laughs> I have been finding ways to find out how to get sued. You are, or how to not get sued. Exactly. You are correct. <laughs> Business school is good for something, kids. Don't forget. Um, yes. So we are indeed joined by the one and only David Hellman. It is our original OG crew. And I'm just like, so pumped to be here. It's just like, <laughs> it's. I literally walked into their house and I was like, so guys, uh, what's the latest? Like, what's new? And they're like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no, I'm dead serious. Like, I didn't know what's happened in the last like, six years of your life. Like, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Well, then the problem is that my answer is always, um, I watched a lot of reality television and that's it. Yeah. So, you know, real exciting stuff. Is that a real problem though? Because I feel like it's positive. No, 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 not a problem. Okay, but like, the problem is that like, then I start talking about it and then it becomes the meme of the girl who's like crying, talking about something and the mom that's wearing a cowboy's blanket Fitting. and like yeah. staring at her, like, what the fuck are you talking about? And that is me. No, I love that about you, honestly, because like one day we're going to figure out a way to turn that and monetize that into something because <laughs> it's a very like niche cultural element that you bring to the table it needs to be capitalized off of. I do. I have, I have a good outlet for like all my cowboys, um, you know, when I need to get that off my chest, but yes. you know, just for everything else, I have to find people that watch each show that I care about, which is kind of difficult. That's fair. 
but you have gotten me into like certain shows. We are going to go to Charleston <laughs> for the sake of Southern Charm. Don't I, get me excited. I have to catch up on su- Summer House and Winter House. And, like I'll get there. And like, I feel like Dave, you'd probably like that too. Uh, I mean, I'm down to go to Charleston. I don't know anything about um, Southern Charm other than the episode where they like go to Aspen. I feel like I saw that one and there was like a big fight. They went skiing. They went somewhere. That was Winter House. Oh, they got Are you sure? No, 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 no. This was Southern Charm. Oh. They went to Colorado. I am right. Because they got a they got a cook. Say more things like that. They got a cook to make them like a weed dinner. Yeah, that was a while ago. I mean, oh, that was like three years ago. Yeah. Look, I don't watch reality TV. I don't watch TV at all. Well, it's true. Like if watching TV with Dave is just watching him tweet. So Dave watches live sports and he puts on like old Avengers movies in the background while he reads Twitter. Even like, when he watches live sports, he's still tweeting. It just depends on the sport. But yeah. Gotta get that tweet off, you know? You gotta get the tweet off. Look, if you're yeah. not tweeting, who is this? You ain't trying to participating in society. He looks like he has like... we are watching. Okay, no, this is bad. This is bad radio. Yeah, I know. You I... can't narrate <laughs> the Mavericks game live on a podcast. That's David Bertans. He looks like okay, David Breton. He has my he has my ex boyfriend from high school. His number forty four, and he looks like he's a block of cheese on his head. Like he's a very like uh, he's a tall rectangular haircut, basic looking white dude with a beard, which means you love him. That's fair. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk about other road trips that we want to take. We should year. talk about that. Okay, so we we came here to talk about the schedule because yes, it is officially released. You guys have it in your hands at this point, and we got to discuss mainly like we where Dave's going to be, but also where Meg and I are going to be, aka where y'all are going to meet us. Because you know, <laughs> Meg and I are good for one to three road trips every year. I went to three. This Dude, year, I was impressed. Well, you don't have a choice this year. She backed out of like two. Yeah. Of the three. She was supposed to go yeah, to all but three. you blame school on most of that. So I know. It was a exactly. So I she doesn't know. have an excuse anymore. I'm going to have to figure I'm out. I'm not committing to three though this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's no way. So let's dive into that the was, schedule. Guys, three road games is too many. It's a lot. I do it. I appreciate the dedication to your I mean I really do like it was impressive it truly only worked out the way that it did because two of the road games were in cities where I have very good friends and I stayed at their places yeah otherwise would never work the Tampa one I like really was upset about because like I could have swung it but then like I had class that Friday and professors that are doing graduate school where I'm paying you yeah and you require attendance and you count me off points therefore a grade because I don't attend one class. Like that feels like if I'm paying you, like figure it out. And then December one was like a finals thing. So I panicked and I was like, I can't do it. Like I'm freaking out, (laughs) overwhelmed, all systems down. But now all her excuses are gone. So stay tuned for the next one, kids. So three For, three road games is a lot, huh? Yeah, don't. Do oh, it. are you about to are you about to like shame us? Because you're like, oh, how is about ten road games? I mean, I'm kids? not gonna shame you. How you feel just... about seven on the road, seventeen games, and you know, that's never like, having a weekend for yourself? You want to go back to training camp? No, <laughs> no. You know what? And also, like, I'll hold that over your head every every day, like. I went there for six to eight weeks every summer and you showed up and you're like, oh my God, I love this like two to three 
two to three week like little trip I get to take. Yeah, but and I've yeah, been... I work like twelve hours. But like, I'm like, yeah, I've been doing this for like twice as long as you've been here. Yeah, but if you th- like, that's I've... the only advantage I have over David Hellman is like <laughs> that like three year period when I worked longer than him. Like, yeah, for, like say, a, a you... very simple blimp in time. If you think about it, did you I... say a blimp? Yeah, blimp. you did say blimp. It's a blimp or a blimp. I've got you beat by like five years at this point. So, like, if we were going to tally up all the days that we've been in Oxnard, I would have you be. Here's, a, here's the thing. Here, let's talk about this real quick. When you go on a road game. Correct. Do you do you pay for a flight? No. Do, do you pay for a ticket to the game? Do you no. go through security? TSA? Do you, do you, well, it depends. Sometimes <laughs> I fly commercial. Do, oh, you, uh, do you pay for a hotel room? No. Okay. Then, yeah, <laughs> three, <laughs> game, three games is a lot, okay? That's so, fair. So we don't care. That's totally fair. For her excited. Okay, so let's talk about the actual schedule because I'm yes. sure everyone loves us, but they don't love our commentary mm. as much as we do. They might though, fair, they might. I want to talk about A, your overall impression and like first key takeaways from this season's schedule. And then also let's plan our road trips because word on the street is that Dave is probably going to be on the road <laughs> again this year and AKA Megan Kelsey are going to be on the road this year. You know, so we got to hang out. So dive in. I want to get your initial impressions. I think off the bat, honestly, and maybe this is like PTSD, (laughs) which is like really horrible to say. My first impression is there's two things that I keep thinking of. The fact they don't have a back-to-back Thursday game for the Thanksgiving. Hallelujah. Blowing my mind. And I'm like, wow, if this had happened like five years ago, like I wonder where my previous relationship would be. so horrible but genuinely like that is like one of the first things I thought and the second thing was like was the fact that you know obviously Tampa and then Bengals like I'm just excited about the Bengals I am excited about the Bengals I my okay my initial reaction when I saw where the chips fell was one Tampa Bay opening again like it feels like a home and home yeah like um USC Alabama oh yeah Old school. Yeah. Like old school college football series. Yeah. Right. Like like knockdown drag out kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I would like to think that we could put up the same kind of fight, but you know, uh, I'm not going to pretend like I am as jazzed as I was last year. I will not pretend. Do you feel like you could like bring that same energy though? Like, I know like you were there, like you were live in the flesh. I, I, you know, backed out in a nice way of putting it. (laughs) Because um, we're a fr- family-friendly podcast here, kids. But do you feel like you can, going through what you went through last season? Yes. And then obviously having the roller coaster of like Tom Brady retiring. And then he's like, just kidding. I'm back. And they're like, are you going to the Dolphins? Are you not going well, to the Dolphins? And now he's like, I'm going to be on Fox afterwards. And we're like, how, like, how are we supposed to take like your, your resurgence back into the NFL? Like, we don't know how to like interpret this. Like, I'm... He's Tommy TikTok right now to me. So like, you know, shout out to Taylor Stern for like their team, like being no it. for real, dude. They that are- one with Justin Bieber, I was absolutely chef's kiss. Yeah, um, I'm not convinced that this game would be happening when it is if he had stayed retired. Um, so there's that. But what what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, just. I no, I'm not as I'm not as jazzed because I don't feel as confident in our offense. Um, but back to my initial reaction because I don't really have much to say other than like Tom Brady, please don't hurt me. Um, is 
Don't worry. <laughs> I know. He will. Um, is that I'm kind of glad that we have a bye week right before Green Bay. Which, um, while we're on it, before Dave gets to give just all of his like super insightful analysis, mm, right? I don't have to do that. Well, no, you can't, please. But for the record, before we continue on, Megan Murray and I are about to book some flights. So yeah, go down, run down the list so people know when things are. Okay. We can hit them like one by one. You want to do a little that? bit, a little bit. Yeah. Throw, we'll throw a little commentary there. All right, cool. So let's just start. First of all, we got some preseason action happening. Uh, opening up at Denver, I'll be honest, typically I don't care about preseason. There's a solid chance that I consider a preseason game in Denver, Colorado. Especially There's actually a very solid chance that I consider that. What weekend is it? That is August 13th. It's a the Saturday. weekend before my birthday. So feels prime and ripe for a... For a Taylor Stern mess around. <laughs> it, it just about might be. It just it about is. might be, my friend. I think it is. So there's a chance y'all catch us there. Then let's hop to if it's going to be August 19th through 21st at the LA Chargers. We have talked about going to the LA Chargers. We haven't gone. So, you know, it is there's if, also if regular season at the LA Rams. So, like, just, you know, so we're clear, but like Justin yeah. Herbert, nonetheless. Yeah, if we had played in 2020, I would have gone to that game. For sure. Or the I think it was the Rams, actually. Correct. <clears throat> but, um, and I'm kind of bummed about that. Because, like, I had a good friend that lived there and had, like, season tickets. And now she did, she lives in Austin, so. Right. Well, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is, you guys. And then Ow. going back home preseason, we've got Seattle, August 26th weekend. That's actually my birthday weekend. So, um. How are we going to celebrate? How, like, we're going to do it up. That's what we're going to do. Who's their quarterback about? right now, anyways? Is, is Seattle not having Russell? Seattle, no, Seattle doesn't have a quarterback. Seattle has Drew Locke, Drew Locke and Geno Smith. That is very odd to me. And I'm I can't not. believe they didn't. Go to a, if you guys listen to like around the NFL, brass band show at Granada, don't waste your time. With is that, that when that's happening? I don't know. Great. Well, we're going to do that instead. It, that's what we did. Don't waste your time with the Seattle ago. preseason game. That's what I'm saying. Okay. So, Dave, um, that's the preseason. Let's talk about regular season. I'm going to run through the first, like, couple of games for you guys here just to, like, get your thoughts on the initial. Yeah. So, we've got two home games to start. Home opener. You got some pretty tough contenders here. Um, by, for, the, for the record. We have both um, golden goons and we say golden goons. It's our, it's our, and I say not our in terms of mine, but they are mine because they are my God for children. Um, <laughs> Dave and Meg's Labradors here. So if you hear some yes. like really heavy breathing. It's not us. It's not us. <laughs> Josie's being very needy right now. He's like in the business and like, <laughs> I don't have enough willpower or self-control to tell him no. So like he's going to be involved. Yeah. So just enjoy the ride. Um, all right. So <laughs> we've got back-to-back -back home games opening up September 11th, Tampa Bay, and then you go to Cincinnati. Dave, I know you have some strong feelings about this. Meg, you too. I mean, that's some, those are some pretty big ones. And then you go immediately into the New York Giants, September 26th, mm -hmm. come home, Washington, first four games. Give me a reaction. 
Honestly, this is as sexy a way to start the season that I can ever remember for the Cowboys in the 10 years that I've covered the team, because usually the NFL loves to give them a division game to open. They've opened with the Giants a million times, or they'll have the Eagles in a week two game. They've played Washington in week two very often. Even last year when they played Tampa to start, they followed it up with a Chargers team that look, I know they're very exciting and they've got Justin Herbert, but like, that's a team that really hasn't made a lot of noise in the playoffs. So like, usually you're opening the season in a much more low key fashion. And that is just not the case here where, you know, you're going Tampa Bay, Tom Brady's back, made a run in the playoffs last year, won the Super Bowl two years ago. And you follow that up immediately with the Super Bowl runner up the Bengals, maybe not the hottest team in the league, but like, one of the more exciting young teams, obviously, my boy Joe Shiesty speaks for himself. <laughs> Joe Shiesty. They, they have a new alignment there. They, I mean, yeah, Lyle Collins is there. So, you Bro, know, is, Micah okay. Parsons and Demarcus Lawrence will get to go up against Lyle Collins immediately. Like, what? this is, in terms of just, like, sex appeal, this is the best two-game stretch to open a season that, yeah. that I can remember for the Cowboys. Do you think that was considered, like, the matchup between those two pairs, like, when they made that or do you think that's like that's like super niche and we're just it's just like a fun like fact in the grand scheme of the nfl like and i i'm fascinated by the way they do this because the league office spits out about 500 of these schedules like they consider thousands of possibilities so no i don't really think the nfl cares about lyle collins getting to play against his old team um because that was already predetermined right but it's it's a hell of a sexy matchup. And honestly, like, look. But, like, if Tom had stayed retired, do you think we would lead off the no, season against? No. Yeah. The, the Bucks would be a December matchup if Tom Brady wasn't back. Like, Cowboys if was, against Tom and then Cowboys against Joe B. Like, yeah. oh, but they like, knew what they were doing with that. I'm they sorry. knew what they were doing. And I'll, I'll be honest. Look, everybody knows I'm a huge Joe Burrow homer, but I – I'm dubious about how good the Bengals actually are. Like, I just, I don't buy that they're on the level of a Chiefs or a Bills or or even a Buccaneers. And so I appreciate that the league put them that early in the season because, like, they'll still be completely intact and, like, it'll still be a really sexy matchup. Whereas, I mean, I'm not trying to hate, but I just, I wonder if the Bengals will keep pace the way that everybody expects them to. What? I, I, I mean, I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. I mean, how can you not keep pace if you're adding additional talent? They were a 10 and 17. Like, I still think that's a flawed team. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you know what? Like, I will take flawed over impossible any day. Well, I'll also add, I mean, the Bengals have taken way more steps to get better this year than the Cowboys have. I want to be clear. I don't think the Bengals or I don't think the Cowboys are a better team than the Bengals. But Which I'm is just, a weird statement in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it feels weird. It's the power of drafting a franchise quarterback, one overall. Like, Joe and Jamar have changed everything about that team. You say that, but then again, like, look at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and, like, I wouldn't say they've made the, the shift. That, uh, the, the, we'll the we'll see. The Jags made a terrible decision hiring a head coach. I could see them – I'm not saying the Jags are going to make the playoffs, but I think they might be much better than people give them credit for this year. That's fair. That's totally fair. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and not every, but like our defense isn't going to be like as taken with Joe's beauty as like I would be. So, you know, you and me both. <laughs> there's at least that he really is a specimen. Like it's to him really that. absurd. 
Like, I don't even care if I'm objectifying him. Like, he's my I mean, he deserves it. Person in the world. He knew what he was doing when he walked in the first day of practices wearing freaking gray sweatpants. He knew. He knew what was happening. All right. So going into like, let's move into quarter systems, if you will. So we've got Washington. Yes. And, and with Washington at home, that means the return of one of our favorites, Carson Wentz. I'm going to have to ask y'all. It's a feast, baby. If the conversation about the Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott narrative is going to continue to live on and we're going to have to fork our, our eyes out further. Is anybody still talking about this? I I really genuinely. What do you mean? You is are? anyone still talking about that? Does somebody in the world think that Carson Wentz is better Did than that? Did someone ever? Because like I mean, that's my that's my issue. At some point in time, yeah. I mean, there were still people saying stuff like that when he was on the Colts. If you want to know a trigger warning, here it is. It's a trigger warning. It's a trigger warning for a conversation that is so irrelevant and ridiculous. <laughs> But we're going to have it anyways, because apparently we still have to spell this out for people. But I just need to make sure we address it for the sake. Carson Wentz is not better than Dak Prescott. Don't even. Hot dogs are on the menu that game. Let's go. Correct. I mean, y'all took all the words right from me, but (laughs) look, I, I mean, I know Carson Wentz only threw seven picks last year for the Colts, but. Trayvon Diggs is about to base his entire contract negotiation around picking off Carson Wentz. Like I firmly believe that I think Carson Wentz is bothered by Washington drafting Sam Howell in the fifth round. Like that just tells you everything. The, the Indianapolis Colts were basically like, we had to get this guy off our team. He was killing our locker room and he gagged away the last game of the season. Is he just a giant bummer? I think he's a giant different word that starts with a B. Oh, okay. I you are what you that. are. I mean, it is what it is. I just don't. I just he's not a he's not a leader of men, for lack of a better way to phrase it. I mean, we've been knowing that. Yeah. So facts. You. Not Which that- I actually I feel like. So why do you think like I just feel like we had like we have a lot of respect for Ron Rivera and like so. so- they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback. Who's- Taylor Taylor wasn't Heineke wasn't no. the guy. No. Heineke. They Heineke's need- got that like. That, that he has some swag. They need a quarterback who's like been there and done that and they didn't pay a whole lot for him. That's basically it. Sucks to suck. All right. They've well, got a pretty promising roster other than the fact that I... Other than the fact they have no quarterback. I just don't think they've got the QB situation I think figured so, out. Just, I mean, I'm going to speak for myself and from what I see just as a sentiment with Cowboys fans is that like... They we can all acknowledge that um, the NFC East got better, right? Yep. But I think we are all still very aware that those teams are led by quarterbacks that don't really scare us. Totally fair. Um. So I guess I guess yes. This is a great. I'm not saying that we're going to sweep all of them. I'm just saying no. The the NFC East got a lot better, and that's. No, you're totally right, Mega. Yeah. Like the NFC East got a lot better, but everybody's overlooking the fact that Dallas is still the runaway winner when it Should comes be. to having the best quarterback. Well, they, they just well, okay, when it comes to having the best quarterback, yeah, they sorry, have the like, best quarterback, which makes them the best team. Is right. this do or die year for Jalen Hurts? Yes. hundred percent. Uh because the Eagles cover your ears, Cowboys fans. The Eagles are a very well run team. 
And not only did they add- I hated this draft for us. Not only did they have a great draft and add AJ Brown on top of Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean. I'm upset. They also held on to multiple first round picks. Upset. So if Jalen Smith sucks this year, they'll go get a better quarterback next year. And they made their opponent in the division worse by somehow getting rid of their quarterback they didn't like and like all these qualms. And now he goes to freaking Washington. And it's like, it's like, I feel like a couple years ago, I was laughing at Philadelphia and being like, LOL, look at what you guys just gave up to not have a quarterback sitting on your roster anymore. And now I'm like, how's that working out? Not great, Bob. Howie Roseman, Howie Roseman's very good at his job. Oh, I don't care what anybody says. Guys, Megan Murray just brought some more, um, some more rosé for me. So like, come and drink it. I'm about to do that. It does have the come and take it flag on there, but it says come and drink it. Yeah. Um, wait, okay. So, so you're we're talking, talking about Cali and like Eagles for never. Yeah. Well, that's, that's obvious. And how like, it's just really annoying that hey. if we're like, if, if we, if we're trying to like, wait, is it Eagles for never? If you really admire the way they run their team, can you no stop one asks a little you, Eagles fan? That. Everyone knows that Dave Helvin is an undercover Philadelphia fan. I think he they... was about to dedicate his whole life to them if they picked the guy that he liked. If anyone Who here has a right to be an Eagles fan, it's oh, me. Oh, uh, Jameson Williams. If they had picked Jameson Williams, he was about to dedicate. Joe, do you his... like Eagles? Do you like the Eagles fans? I think they're oh, a well-run yeah. organization. What can I say? I don't think you actually believe that. I think I... you just thought no, the last couple of years they've done a good job. Because if no. they were actually that well-run, they wouldn't have let go of, let go of Doug Pearson. Because Doug Peterson is actually a really good coach. Well, sometimes things happen. Yeah, know? I'm just going to be honest about that. Because, like, you can't sit there and justify, like, Doug Peterson lost me. You know, me. if Doug Peterson had um, sat in a room and watched every single game on the All-22, <laughs> then maybe they wouldn't have hired him. Just just a thought. Maybe. Oh, that I mean, was a mic joke, wasn't it? It was a mic joke. Yeah. <laughs> Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ew. Okay. I hate him. So. Hate's um, a strong word. It is. Well, we like using I just like him as a coach. How about that? Language on this 
via podcast here. I know okay. he's nice to you, but I, Mike's my guy. Mike, Mike, Dave likes Mike because Mike remembers the fact that Dave's an LSU fan and a human being, which is nice, which is refreshing. Oh. I like, unlike, I like unlike I'm, I don't like Mike. I'm just saying like, let's just like classify what this is. Yeah. Okay. So we've got at home Detroit and then at home Chicago, and then we've got a bye week November 6th. Then everyone kids listen up. We're going to be back to back away games at green Bay and then at Minnesota, November 20th. So go ahead and block off your early November for a hot date with Megan Murray and Kelsey Charles, because <laughs> we're going to be at, especially the Green Bay. It ain't going to be a hot date. It's going to be a date. The average temperature in Green Bay in early November is like 40. So. It'll be a really very horrible stat to know, and I dislike you for that. I'm good at my job. Well, see, some will say. it's never too early to start DMing rich guys that um, what like the Packers <laughs> and have boxes. <laughs> I'm just saying. We're like... We're going to start an OnlyFans. I'm not going to do it, but. OnlyFans sponsored trip to <laughs> Green Bay. Jesus. It'll solely be, I'll just, I'll do videos of me getting a pedicure if it'll get me a feet seat inside of a box. Feet pics for Lambo. <laughs> <laughs> not above it. Everything else is off limits. There, okay. So there is a game later on in the schedule um, <sighs> that is uh, Tennessee versus the Cowboys Correct. in Tennessee. Correct. And I was talking to one of my friends who lives there and I was like, you guys like build a dome. He told me to bring a jacket. I said, build a dome. And he was bring like- a jacket in, in Nashville? Well, it's not, they're, at, they're outside and it's cold. What? So, well, I'm, I'm skipping ahead, but regardless- yeah, Meg's lives from up, Lambo I know. to Nashville. I, my point was that his philo- the philosophy for that was just, he, he said, uh, bo- yeah, falafel. We had falafel tonight. We did. Um, the philosophy was that and it was. Falafel, see. Um, it was <laughs> body paint and whiskey. And I was like, listen, oh, I was like, I can't do that. This is why I live in Texas. <laughs> this is exactly why I live in Texas. But that's, I mean, a similar philosophy exists in Green Bay which will be very cold. Now, see, Minnesota has it right because they built a dome. So you asked them on that. And I would very much like to go to U.S. Bank. Mm-hmm. I am from there. U.S. Bank. Uh, Minnesota. U.S. Bank is a top three stadium in the NFL. If you are a Cowboy What's fan. What's number one? No, yeah. I'm not no, going to. No, you are going to say. No, I'm not, not going to count <laughs> AT&T because it's not fair. I'd go there every week. AT&T is amazing. It's just not fair to compare the stadium I go to every week to like road venues. But road venues my favorites, U.S. Bank, definitely, Lumen Field, a.k.a. what used to be CenturyLink, a.k.a. Such a good Seattle. All right. Um, and then I would probably round it out with my third would either be Atlanta or um, good one. if not Atlanta, then Arrowhead. I Arrowhead's that, like, that makes my heart like swell. I love yeah. that. Arrowhead's wonderful. Arrowhead is like I feel like in the era of stadiums just being built up bigger and better, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's nice to see a stadium from the 60s and 70s, like, still going strong. Ooh, speaking of which, it goes without saying, but if you've never been to Lambeau Field, you absolutely need to go. Which is... It's amazing. Which is what we're planning on. We, Megan Murray and I, are going to be at that game. Somehow. if you want to sponsor us, (laughs) there is not an OnlyFans... There's also not a GoFundMe. Start a GoFundMe. But there is 
a desire and a will to go. <laughs> so if you want to be a part of that transaction, I feel like a lot of people have a desire. And a we're will. listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, I dude, I'm telling you, like, there's been so many years where I've been like, I, we, we've talked about going to Lambo and I was going to go to Lambo. Yeah. Like, we just got to go. We got to go. Like we got to go when we're like young, yeah. like single, if like there's, we don't have kids. If like, there is one we game. We can go be miserable and kind of drunk and like, it's, we got to go now. Now's the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a body paint and whiskey is apparently the answer. Dude, I'm telling so, you. Yes. <laughs> like. And falafels. And falafels. Yeah. Do they even have falafels in, in Appleton? Um, they were probably full of cheese in some way. I'm I have no idea. Appleton, Wisconsin is an underrated gym of this country. But shouts we, out all tell, my like, scony folks. Should we tell? Oh yeah, you are a little scony boy. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna do some research as to the best way to get there and stay around there and all that stuff. And Forever I will come back. Just in general, we're gonna go to a supper to club. one game. Oh. <laughs> Is that where they say they say supper in Wisconsin? Supper clubs are a thing in Wisconsin. It's like a. They're also a thing at. It's a restaurant. That Ivy League schools specializes. Bro, what an experience! Basically. Yeah. Yeah, get your life together. Get your life together. No, and and don't bail ten days before the trip. The thing is that even if she books a flight, like I'm very scared that she's still going to bail on me. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) Until Kelsey's on the plane next to you, you never know what's. Yeah, I know. Like you really Uh, don't know. The life of having a best friend that's an ADHD child. This is what it is. But you know what? It will always be full of love and adventure. Are we going <laughs> that's to very no true. guarantees? Are we going to Green Bay or am I going to Green Bay? <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Like I went to Tampa Bay with like two dudes. I was like, I was like, I'm coming. And then I was like, I'm not coming. <laughs> but, I, I don't I know. Like, but I made the reservation. So like you had a great time on the things that I planned for us to do, but love, I just didn't go. Love Greg and Taylor, though I do. Yes. That was absurd. Shouts out to Critty and to Lassie. Yeah. Both friends of the pod. Man. I'm go, just, I went back and listened to that episode the other day. <laughs> I love that you like go back and listen. It's phenomenal. You know, just gotta, you know, I keep track of what the I first say. time. I'm like, I have no idea. Like the things that I put out in the universe, it's kind of terrifying, honestly, if you think about it, but it's fine. Well, like we had, we had gotten it that we had quite the day with an Uber accident. And then dude, yes. Just like exploring around the stadium and, you know, getting over there, getting food and again just, with my newfound business law degree yeah if kelsey was there i could have taught you how to sue them <laughs> i know all the rules yep the annoying part is they got a bunch of money and what? megan got zero dollars i so, don't appreciate this ratio zero all right zero dollars so i i but i also I, didn't lie and say that i hurt myself well that would be impactful in the conversation no it wouldn't <laughs> i want to talk about um the next segment of the season because you know tangent central which is totally fine yes why you guys listen to us so we got home games new york giants home games december we come back indianapolis home games houston i don't know why we actually are playing houston in the regular season because like I love it. I mean, it's so pointless. It's not even funny. It's okay. one of those games that I would go to, and it would, it would not be good for me and <laughs> <laughs> oh. my mental health. Because I hate Houston. I'm, I'm say, sorry. I'm sorry if you live in Houston. I hate it. She when she says that she means 
genuinely she hates would it. have to worry about getting escorted out of the stadium Correct. i would would never do that in my parents seats but i would like get, come dangerously close um <laughs> but it's one of it's one of those games and i'm sorry if you live in houston you understand there is a a hatred between dallas and houston and it runs really deep that crowd is going to be absolutely absurd unless i mean actually you know what it doesn't matter they could be they could both be the worst teams in the league and that crowd would be absurd correct it gets crazy for preseason games which is the last times they've been here so just basing it off of that like if you can go to that game and you want to if you want a wild time i would do that i yeah. would do it i, just, I won't like, be here but i we will neither of us karma has swung in my direction and i will not be here <laughs> yeah we will none of us will be here honestly if we're being totally frank i will have a drink in my hand and i'll be uh on a beach so shouts out rowan kavner we are going to not be in town correct but okay so redo those last four games I just think the balance between the two halves of the schedule is very interesting to me because yeah. the first six weeks looks tough as hell. Really intense. Tampa, Cincinnati. Yeah, New York doesn't look great, but that's a road game. Then you've got a Washington team that I think could be better. Super Bowl champion Rams, and then an Eagles team that's a hell of a lot better. Like, that is an insane first six weeks. And then you look at the last six weeks, and you say – Okay, Indy's a pretty good team. Houston's trash. Jacksonville's probably trash. You got the Eagles at home, which... On Christmas. On, on Christmas Eve. I don't think the Eagles have won a game in Dallas since 2015. Let's keep it up, guys. I might be wrong about that, but I don't think I am. He's usually right about that stuff. Um, Everything else I'm right about. Tennessee's taking it fair. Tennessee's taking a step back. They lost A.J. Brown. And then Washington, again, a Washington team that very rarely beats Dallas. Like, that last six weeks, you've got a real chance to make some hay as long as you don't let the first half of the season get away from you. That's kind of – that's my big takeaway is, like, you got to get to the bye week at least 500 because if you do, you've got a great shot to string, like, six or seven wins together at a time. But if you think about this team, like, I feel like they performed pretty well in the first part of the season. Like that was like last year, like everyone was like, oh man, like they're going to do it. And like, that's why they had so much faith because they were able to like pull it together. And then it was like the last part of the year where they just kind of, you know, for lack of a better way of saying, like did, uh, they, they, they had a nice decline. <laughs> a nice decline? Yes. A steep and scary one. A steep it and was scary. Not an enjoyable roller coaster Correct. to be on. Um, Oh, I Philly won in Dallas in 2017. I forgot about that. But Dallas usually wins in Dallas for whatever that's worth. Go that ahead. I Sorry. like that it, it's worth a lot to me. Um, okay, if you were to look at, you know, strength of schedule, how are we looking? It's actually like it's so funny. The entire NFC East strength of schedule sucks because <laughs> A. The NFC East is one of the worst divisions in football. True. And whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you want to argue? No. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> and then on top of that, they play the AFC South, which sucks. 
Mm-hmm. The Titans have gotten worse, and everybody else in that division, the Colts are maybe better. And then they play the NFC North, which is basically the Packers and a bunch of mid teams. So, like, like the vast majority of their schedule is mediocre to bad teams. Like the really, yeah, the only truly scary. Teams, I would have liked that last year. The scary teams they play are the Rams, Packers, Bucks, Bengals. I feel like I'm probably forgetting somebody. Um, Tennessee's okay. Yeah, Tennessee's fine. Like Minnesota? Said, Listen, Tennessee, yeah. let's not count them out. Tennessee took a step back from what they were last year, much Which like the Cowboys. Exactly. Like, I'm not are, counting them out. Are the Tennessee Titans wasting Derrick Henry? Yes. Oh, really? I yes. agree. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wow. What have they done? What have the Cowboys done? Well, I mean, well, if you want to frame everything in the conversation, what the Cowboys have done, we'll be here all night. I don't think <laughs> you want to do that in, in, in consideration. Nobody wants. Okay. No, well, yeah, nobody Would, wants to do that. If Derrick Henry was on the Cowboys, do y'all want to talk about how instead of Zeke and Jalen Smith, the Cowboys could have Jalen Ramsey and Derrick Henry? No, no I don't. Do y'all I actually want to do don't. That right no, now? I don't want to do that. I don't Thank want to talk about that. Actually. Thank you. Goodbye. Do I know. I know that's like. Kind of what I asked, but no. They could have spent those draft picks on those two players. No, I'm. I thank you. You don't so want to much. do that. You don't want to get into that. No. Okay. You know, here's the thing about like you being good at your job. There's times like this where I hate it. Literally. Like I freaking hate it. I hate when you sit here and you're like, oh, remember when you could? Yeah, they could have drafted the best corner in football and the best running. But also, back they could have had. Uh, uh, what's his name? Who went to the Steelers? Am I going to take him too? JJ. No, TJ Watt. Well, <laughs> Ryan Shazier got drafted before. It wasn't Ryan Shazier. Oh, what are you talking about? What um, year? It might have been him. It, it was. Okay. It was. Either way, <laughs> I don't appreciate the historical reference points for where our team is like underperforming. Well, that like, see that one probably team. hurt more than any. A lot of other ones that you could have said. Yeah. Yeah, because... They're both extremely good. They're both um, all pros. Yeah, yeah, I'm aware. I hate it. Um, speaking of, I haven't... I, this is not what we're actually supposed to be talking about, but I haven't talked about it because I had the flu last week. Okay. Um, by the way, people can still get the flu when it's almost May. Love that. Um, actually, it is May. Oh wow! I like how you looked at your watch. I literally had the. It doesn't feel like it. I feel like I was down and out when um people were doing the "It's gonna be May" thing, and that's how I know it's May, and I missed it. Um, so therefore, people can still get the flu in May. Um, and I didn't get to talk about the draft at all. So, how do you feel about it? Drop your opinion. I, I have a hot take. Uh, okay. I can't wait. Um, it's that the people that are convincing themselves that Tyler Smith was a good draft pick are the same people that are convinced that Terrence Steele should be starting and it's a good thing that Lyle Collins is gone. Oh. <gasps> I am going to take this moment in time. If, if to, you did a Venn diagram of those people, it's a circle. I'm going to refill my drink for a long, hot minute and let so, someone else speak to this. Thank you so much. Continue, please. So basically, Joe Philbin. Yeah, I hate him. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. What? As a coach, I'm sure he's a great guy. 
I don't think it's Tyler Smith's fault. It's not Tyler Smith's fault. Cowboys made a business decision there. Okay. Is it, was it not a reach and they're doing it because they think that they're so good at developing people? I think that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Tyler Smith is, I, I was like, didn't even say one bad thing about the man on draft night. And I'm not going to sit here and like disparage him. I'm just saying the people that are jazzed about that are the same people that think that we can like build um, an offensive lineman out of, you know, raw materials, which we might. I mean, okay, listen. But Tyler Biotis didn't have the same fate. We all know that we're big Lyle Collins fans in this podcast, in this friend group. But to be fair, Terrence Steele developed from a complete liability into a solid starting tackle in the span of a year. So you got to consider that. I'm not not considering you it. You got to consider the ability there. Um the big thing for me is basically it comes down to this for me. I think yeah. I think the other two guys that the Cowboys would have drafted ahead of Tyler Smith are Devin Lloyd, the linebacker out of Utah, and Lewis Seen, the safety out of Georgia. And they basically looked at it and said, We don't need either of these two spots as badly as we need offensive line. So maybe we're reaching a little bit, but it is what it is. And they trust themselves to develop guys because they did it with Terrence. I like if you had a better track record of doing that, like I think I'd feel better about it. Track record of developing offensive linemen from guys that people are very scared to draft and think don't have any talent. Fair, which it's totally fair to like. I don't like, and I will say this people are like, oh, well. They developed Travis Frederick. That coaching staff is gone. The coaching staff that was here when Zach Martin got drafted is also gone. Even the coaching staff that was here when Lyle got drafted is gone. So that's fair. Although, and, and the closest thing we have to compare is probably Connor McGovern, who I think it's fair to say his career has been a little bit of a disappointment. So you got one out of two. I'm basically banking on Tyler Smith's youth and attitude if tyler biotic this year becomes da god then i'll consider this da god da god then i'll consider this well if tyler biotic becomes <laughs> the god this year then i think tyler smith will probably be pretty good too yeah I'm, and I like in, in another year <clears throat> if that happens between like tyler and, and i'm not and i'm saying like i want it to happen no <laughs> i know but like between like terrence steel tyler biotic and then tyler smith we can all go if ahead. If they just, develop them into, then we can all just like stop talking I will, forever. I if, will eat if, crow so hard forever. If Tyler Smith kicks ass from day one, I will never question anything Will and his guys do ever again. I'll yeah. just be like, "Yeah, we should all shut the fuck up." <gasps> yeah, I said the f word. RJ, bleep this word. Uh, RJ, bleep it out. I don't care if, if, if Tyler Smith dominates from the beginning, then Will should just get to stun on all these hoes from yeah. the, like from the get. No, I mean, that's, that's a better take than mine. I'm, mine is more salt. I'm not saying he's going to. All of my takes stem from being really salty. I think that we all know this by now. So I, appreciate that. I mean, I acknowledge it. It's um, it, I'll never change. So I just, I just have like two things to say, like yeah, like one thing. One is that I just came on Instagram and there's 
some great Pyrenees puppies that need to be fostered. And I think that you guys should probably oh my foster God. them. And I'm going to go. Foster your own dog. I have a million animals. You deal with it. You have I, one. I live in a shoebox. And you have room for one more. I don't. Don't let an animal die because you're being Are selfish. they going to die? Yes. No, They're no. puppies. They're cute. And they need help. They're puppies. And I think they, they're... They're going to be adopted tomorrow. You're easily distracted. I yeah. Know. Can you focus? <laughs> Second thing, what are our thoughts on the overall um, outlook of the Cowboys season? Wait. Assuming we take the puppies in and all is good and well and we do the right thing, everyone. I'm not adopting another dog. Yet. Yet is the correct term. Correct. Um, what do you mean? Like, what do I think? <laughs> I think the Cowboys. I, mean, I like overall I, thoughts. Like we've like dove in. Like yeah. I'll be honest. Like I'm gonna wrap this up because I'm gonna drink some more alcohol with you guys and talk about things that are not able to be recorded. That's fair. So like we got like three more minutes in this podcast. So like let's just go ahead and like say like the things we need to say about like our initial thoughts that are publicly available and our summaries. Um, I'm excited about this season. Um. I think my one targeted road game, road game this year, because I'm not going to three is green bay correct um and Second best is i Minnesota. will come up with a roadmap for out of towners yep. to make it happen only fans um, in a very pg setting we, <laughs> we are crowdsourcing our we're gonna go ahead and like put hey, it like a larsa pippen made twenty thousand dollars a month i'm not larsa pippen but like on only fans i could probably make a hundred dollars a month are you kidding <laughs> i was unaware some, uh, that's some, a that's some Real housewife stuff for you. So ignore what I just said. Big toe picks, big toe picks for season tickets. I think one of my like better moments is when I told um, Jerry Jones's granddaughter that I was going to sell feet picks to go to the Super Bowl last year. Not a bad plan. She left. When in doubt, <laughs> shouts out Haley. The <laughs> she's she's a good sport. <laughs> Dave, final thoughts. Um, I just don't think the Cowboys are as good on paper as they were last year, but it didn't span, didn't pan out that well last year. Correct. Their, their schedule sets up well for me to go to like two or three LSU games. And that's awesome. <laughs> so that's really, so if you want to go to the LSU Alabama game, we're all going to be there. Yeah. It's true. Come find me in Baton Rouge on November come 5th. Come find me. Catch me in the, I'm in Beemore outside the bank. Come see me. I'm in Baton Rouge outside Death Valley. <laughs> Come see me. I'm in College Station Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to do that too. Just so you're completely prepared. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, the Cowboys will probably be fine. I don't know. They're, I, you know, we'll see. Well, I'm going to do, I already told you guys at the end of last year that I'm going to um, say that they're going to be 0 17. So if they do anything better than that, they're overachieving. Well, to me, you heard it here first. I said that at the end of last year, and I'm going to stay consistent because last year I said 17 and 0, and I was wrong. The bar is on the you ground. You said 17 and 0. I was kind of right for a little bit. She was honestly. They lost their first game. No, it was like not really a true loss. But Why they were good. It was a quality right loss. Are we trying to in the podcast, or do you want to hold, start a whole entire? I'm just thing? saying, like you can't say you were close on 17 and 0 when they started. I genuinely. I mean, I was closer than I could have been. What's what's their record this year? Oh, and 17. 
Wow. So you're just. I said that I was going to say that at the beginning. I said that. I say, end of last year. I say 10 and 7 or like, I would, I would say like 9 and 6. Like now I'm like 9, like I'm 10 and 7. So like, I'm just like, I'm 8 like, and 9. I don't know. Down the middle, baby. Yeah. I, I, in the middle. They're going to be frustrated. I'm warning you that I'm sticking to my end of season guns and I will be uh, predicting the worst. Um, so that hopefully the best happens. When they beat Green Bay, Meg's going to be like finger gun. Just knowing my heart that I will be a menace to society in Green Bay. And We're gonna, every, I'm going to have to quite literally drag her ass out of Appleton. <laughs> And she's going to be like throwing the bird to like all these like random cheesehead fans. And I'm going to have to like. The way that I'm going to yell Des caught it if we win. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to evade. (laughs) Evade. The police. Literally all of that. We're going to have to like, it's going to be a miracle if we don't escape this. Okay. I just need to be clear. Just so we're a bunch. When I do yell at people at football games, I do it with like, I do it in the, with the, the smirk on my face in the way that like. Like elbow, elbow. I'm just ribbing you. Like if you get mad, like it's on you. Like should we should we go ahead and donate to the Wisconsin police? I'm not right gonna get arrested. I I'm might. not. I'm not gonna get arrested. No, someone else might get arrested for yelling at me because okay. I will gaslight them into thinking. <laughs> <laughs> We've dealt with enough toxic men in our lives. I'll so gaslight can, the police. We will turn that on that they you. They started it when I started it. Well, you know what? It feels like we are at the very least in for a very entertaining ride, guys. <laughs> thanks so much for joining us. If absolutely zero idea how long this podcast has been. Yeah, it's I hope you enjoyed it. Been a fun and entertaining ride. Original recipe. Guys. Original recipe, Parakeet Nation. If you don't know what it is, pretty much no one does, and that's fine. It just it's an inside joke that we came up with on a walk one day. And that's what our group text is called. So correct. There's some wild parakeets in Dallas, and that's really all you need to know. Yeah. Um, and we are wild parakeets and we live in Dallas. So there you go. There you go. That is the end all be all. Yes. Thank you all so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it. You can make sure you're subscribed to the Blogging the Boys podcast feed, review your podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, or Stitcher. Also, hang out with Meg and I on social media because, like, now that I have a life and, like, I'm going to annoy the hell out of my friends again and, like, Meg is just, in general, fun, you should hang out with us. Yeah, you're going to get some more original recipe coming your way. Some more original recipe content. You can find me on Twitter at Kelsey underscore Charles. And then I'm also on Instagram at... Hey, Kelsey Charles. And then Megan is at Meg Murray with four R's on everything. Hey, Dave, should people follow you on, on social media? If they want to. Uh, what, what is your handle besides nothing important? Hellman DC. Uh, do you tweet things that matter? Sometimes. Well, he always tweet if he tweets all the time and therefore he never watches television shows. So. Damn, Dakota. Damn, Dakota. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Four Ranger. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Um, as always, though, hey, some final words to lead us out because, you know, it's just like super important. We make sure we ground ourselves in the real things that matter. And those are, uh, Megan, Dallas forever, Philly for never, Dave? especially on Christmas Eve. Correct. Dave, final words. Don't, don't mess it up. Don't do it. Go Tigers. I'm so glad he didn't say anything other other than that. Um, (laughs) Bye, guys!
Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement.